Welcome to the Broncos Unfiltered Podcast for Tuesday the 30th of May, Round 13. On today's episode, we review Brisbane's trip across the ditch as the boys have a close win over the Warriors in Napier. We have a look at the week at Broncos HQ and we review the Raiders win over the Rabbitohs and Todd Payton's Cowboys put in another dismal performance against the Eels at Combank Stadium. We take a look at worst trip home and next coach sacked and Shane can hardly contain himself as we edge closer to Origin 1. Okay, let's get into it. Took some time in getting there. We've done some overtime during this second half. The Broncos hang on. At full time, they've beaten the Warriors 26 points to 22. It's time now for the Rabbitohs and the Raiders. Here is Dan G'day, guys, and welcome back to the Broncos Unfiltered Podcast. My name is Shane. I'm here with my mate Chris, and the Broncos are back, baby. Back top of the pops. They are back. What a game. After a couple of – it was a great game. It was a great game over in Napier. Napier. New Zealand. Yeah. Probably last yeah. time they get a football game there, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, yeah. But they it was, it, was a, it was a good comeback. Adam Reynolds back into the team after may as well have been two weeks off, losing him in the first 15 minutes of the game against Melbourne – HIA last week, mm. but Jeezy stamped his authority on the game early. I've never seen him run as much. He just no. he just ran and ran and ran. So he actually, I think it was at the 60th minute, pulled up uh, sore calves. He pulled the old uh, <laughs> Reese Walsh. Old, old man calves. <laughs> old man calves, yeah. Well, he's never run so much. So but he did. He ran... Uh, he actually made a couple of line breaks or line mm. break assists too. Yeah. Um, straight, just straight through the line, just poking his nose through and off, he, off he'd go. So can you call them the baby Broncos if Adam Reynolds is captain? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we had five players out. We had five. Five players. Not, a, like, mm. not only five players, but one who is leading the Dally M. You know, uh, by a country mile. Well, I guess if if you're losing them to state of origin, you're not losing your shit players, are you? Oh, I don't know. I see a few shit players play <laughs> play state of origin. Um, uh, what's his name? Hodgson, Brett Hodgson for New, New South Wales. <laughs> you know, uh, he actually without him, there's no. There's no eight-game dynasty for the uh, for the for Maroons. He's thrown that pass from dummy half. 2006 game three. I've watched that game fucking at least ten times. At least he's thrown it to absolutely no one. Lockie's picked it up, scored the try. Origin uh, Queensland win, and the rest is history, baby. <laughs> so without Hodgson, there's no eight-game dynasty. Yeah. So I actually I hate that when they talk about eight in a row. It was actually eleven of twelve. Eleven it of was. twelve. It's fucking it unbelievable. They, they talk about St George winning eleven premierships in a row. Yeah. That, you know. Oh wow. Like when it's a two horse race, you're winning eleven of twelve. Fucking hell. So we're not even three minutes in, 
taking it to origin like we, we we've we've just ticked over three minutes and you've taken it to origin oh sorry. um that's fine it's, reel it back in shane reel it back in. we've gone we've gone from from uh adam reynolds being <laughs> out to the baby broncos can they be called that to um queensland's one 10 and 11 <laughs> 11 of 12. 11 of 12. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it is that time of year, mate. It is that time of year. It is that time of year. Yeah. God, I love Origin. It is that time of year. But you're right, though. Five players out. Uh, There was Tristan Saylor comes straight in for uh, for Reese Walsh. Um, Mm -hmm. Dene Mariner comes straight in for Selwyn Cobbo. Um, Jordan, uh, sorry, Corey Jensen comes straight into the starting pack um, yep. for, well, be it Tom Flegler or or Payne Haas, mm. along with um, Pierre Cora. And who was the last one? Oh, Carrigan, Hetherington comes straight into the starting team. Yeah, yeah. It's I an, think. Uh, it's uh, Hetherington, I, I, I it's was, not an unusual role for him. Hetherington no, it's had, not. Had lock, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I, and I, I actually thought I thought we were going to miss Flegler and Haas. I thought we were going to get touched up mm. in the in the middle of the park, especially coming against the Warriors, who they're a big side and they can get some meters up the up the middle. Yeah, um, but Corey Jensen just did. He 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 just stepped up. He stepped yep. up and led the forward pack in the absence of Flegler and Haas. And got the got the team moving forward, which was yeah. which was brilliant to see. Yeah, especially against uh, Adam Fanua Blake. Yeah, uh, he had a he had a massive game again. Um, but you know, we we weren't uh, the Broncos were certainly not bullied, um, which I thought they were going to be. Um, you know, bullied bullied through the middle. Uh, but Adam Fanua Blake, man, geez, he's had a, he had a good game. But I tell you, who, he's, who, um, had, who had a good game? He was well. over, up over two, up over two hundred meters, and yeah, he, he yeah. just he, he did go. He did. He went all night. Yeah, he really did. Big yep. strong performance. Yeah, yeah. Um, I tell you, who had who had a great game is uh, Marty Tapao. I thought he was. He did have a I good thought game. He, I thought he was brilliant off the bench. Um, I think he he and both Corey Corey Jensen stepped up. Um, and just just took it to them. So uh, yeah, good game, really good game. I tell you who didn't have a good game. Go on, Billy fucking Walters. Nine errors, nine, and they're not even counting the forward pass that led to the try. <laughs> <laughs> How long into the game were you when you when you threw up your first hook, Walters? Two, two, two minutes. Two minutes. Two minutes, and that's only because it was a delay. I just, I don't know, man. I just, I don't, I don't, you know. It's all fun, funny to talk about Billy Walters, but as we we're talking about earlier, he's he's getting so many minutes uh, over Corey Pax, and Corey Pax has been playing pretty ordinary too. So yeah, what what started out pretty promising, and I I was I was pretty strong in my view that you don't 
you don't change the the winning team. And obviously, before the last month of football, um, we were going along, we were cruising, we were winning games. Uh, Pakes and Walters were serviceable. Um, they were playing well. But losing those three and four, mm. uh, it kind of brought home that we're a good football team, but we're not an elite football team and we're probably yep. uh, a good nine away from becoming elite. Um, we just we just don't have – we don't have that consistent play coming out of nine. Billy Walters, not Billy Walters, Corey Pakes when he did come on, he threw that pass a couple of weeks ago that was went <laughs> four metres forward. Yeah, uh, He did another one on Saturday afternoon. Um, yep. He's busy when he comes on. But there's just a few errors, and uh, I mean both Walters as well, both him and Walters, just not hitting the player, not hitting the player in stride, ball going behind them, um, up over their head, they're having to start a step to catch the ball. Yeah. So, but, what is the solution? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. This it's is either this is it's either Smoothie or or Moza. But uh, I can't see them bringing in Moza thirteen games into the season. I just I can't I can't see them doing that. Mm. So maybe is it smoothie? But truthfully, I can't actually fucking see them doing anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think they'll they'll stay with them because uh, it hasn't cost us a game yet, um, as far as I could see. But you're right. We we aren't at that elite level because we almost every episode we are talking about the hooker. We aren't talking about halfback, fullback, centre. Um, it is always coming back to the to the hooker because that is that we just we're we don't have one. There. Well, this is true. <laughs> we don't have a hooker. We don't. Have well, a you're hooker. talking about having getting Ben Hunt. He's not a hooker either. So well, he, it, <clears throat> I, he'd play hooker. You're right. He's not a hooker, but he's twenty times the hooker that either of these two clowns are. It, okay, if Ben Hunt comes in as hooker, which I'm open yeah. to, but we we need another hooker. He can't play eighty minutes as a hooker. He doesn't play eighty Why minutes not? as an origin origin hooker. Ah, uh, no, nah, it's it's not his role. Different his role. role. Yeah, it, it's a it's a he's a roving. He's a he's a. He's a hooker slash roving 13, 7, that mm. sort of in origin. So I don't think he wants to play hooker. Um, but I actually, I did catch him without his shirt on the other day. Fucking hell, bro. He's ripped. He's, he's, he's a unit. He is he a is, unit. He's fucking Jesus. He is anyway, a unit. I just don't. I don't think. I don't think he's our solution. I just don't think. No, he's a hooker. No, you're right. He's. He, he, I don't. Well, for a start, he wouldn't come. He wouldn't. I don't think he's going to go anywhere uh, as a hooker. Um, he wouldn't come. We couldn't afford him. Um, well, but we do. on the books, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it'd be. It'd be interesting to see what we do for 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 a nine. And I'm not I'm not I'm not 
don't want to be that person that's all whingy and negative. You know, we just beat the Warriors, arrested a bit of a skid that we were on. Not a skid, but, you know, it was good to get a win, especially over in New Zealand against the Warriors team that's been playing well. Uh, but we need to we need to sort out the nine position because yeah. we're not we're not winning a premiership uh, with that nine combination. Yeah, I don't think. Um, I, I I just don't know what the answer is yet. I, I uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe Blake Moser, as you said, Tyson Smoothie. I don't know. I think are, are they just the same? Um, I think Blake Moser is our full a uh, long term hooker. Um, but again, does he gel with the team? Uh, is is that the type of hooker they're they're looking for? Are they looking for? Another playmaker, or they're looking to get on the front foot, or looking for a defensive hooker. Um, you know, are they looking for somebody just to just to feed the ball out to Adam Reynolds and Ezra Mam? Um, uh, because I think with well, all with- of those things that you've just mentioned are the two hookers that we have. Any and all of those things. Yeah. So we're we looking for just the one play to do to do all of that. Or are we? Are we? Are we I'd going settle for a player that could do a couple of those things mm. because we I, don't we don't have that at I, the moment. I tell you who we who we would want at this type of player is uh, Damian Cook. You get him running out, Ezra Mam next to him, like a <laughs> like a Damian Cook, not Damian Cook, okay. like a Damian <laughs> Cook. So I forgot that the salary cap didn't exist anymore. <laughs> I said like it. So fast off because apparently he did beach sprints. Um. <laughs> oh, damn it. I, I had that written down. Oh, there you came go. came out again on the weekend. I couldn't believe that. I didn't did know that Damien Cook did beach sprints. Are you fucking serious? I didn't know that. Corey Parker mentioned it on the telecast the other night. He said mate, Damien Cook mate. does beach sprints. And are, are you being serious now? <laughs> I don't know if you're taking as the piss or not. I, as soon as I heard it, I went, oh, here we go again. Damien yeah, Cook okay. does beach sprints. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Make a note there, roll that out on Sunday night slash Monday It's a night. scoop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So if we had that sort of uh, quick hooker, mate, with Reese Walsh, Ezra Mam, not um, not Adam Reynolds. He's too old to get that that out fast. But imagine <laughs> that! Wow, on on the front foot, that would be that would be awesome. And it maybe Corey, pa- maybe Corey Pakes is that is that hooker. Not not Billy. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe 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 I should go and have a chat to Kevy. Look, yeah. Kevy, look, mate, look, I don't want to have to tell you how to he's do been job. so receptive all those other times. <laughs> out yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give me some free shit is what I is generally what I ask. <laughs> Did you end up sending that email to Powers? <laughs> no. <laughs> didn't. No. No, I'm, just, I'm waiting for them to contact me, mate. <clears throat> oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. No, no, I'm sure, I'm sure they're listening to, to, the, to our podcast going... Well, they did make fun of Powers, but as I said, I actually quite enjoyed the beer. There we go, sponsorship. Bitch. 
rich, rich, full body lager. Mm, yeah, powers. The the beer your dad drank. Um. So, uh, Tristan Sailor. Yes. What uh, a debut game for the Broncos. Uh, uh, obviously, obviously played a few. He played in the preseason challenge, but first yep. uh, NRL game yep. uh, for the Broncos. Played some games for the Dragons. I remember saying five, when five we, games. Yeah, I remember yep. saying when um, uh, when we one of the the game that he actually played his or made his first wore a Broncos jersey. I think it was against Wynnum, mm, uh, yeah, and we yep. did we did a we did an episode after that. And I remember saying when he was coming off the field how, uh, like, almost emotional he was that yeah. he he got to play in a Broncos shirt. And I remember watching that thinking to myself, I can't wait to see this guy pull on a Broncos shirt in an yeah. NRL match. I reckon he's just going to fucking carve it. Um, and did and he? boy, did he play well. Yeah. 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 Uh, he looked like a seasoned pro. He, did. he didn't look like he had that, – that was his sixth NRL game. He looked yeah. so comfortable, so confident, so sure of himself out there. Um, can I just point out that that first try-saving tackle hand, it was the hand of God under that ball, fucking Jesus. That, yeah. was, that was such – that was such an – Fantastic, awesome. Throw in any other word here, fucking uh, try saving tackle and deliberate. Like yeah. he actually he he played for that. You could actually see he he's properly grabbed his hand and he's 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 got it around the ball and it was it was absolutely deliberate. It didn't look. It looked like a try for all money. Herbie Farmworth yeah. was in uh, prime position. He's seen the ball come out and he's taken off. Yeah. Um, the referee's done well, I think, to let it go all the way to um, all the way to the twenty-two, and he has come back. Um, so he's let it play on. Yeah. Uh, but the first replay straight away, you're just like, how the hell has he got his hand <laughs> yeah. under that? Yeah. Speaking of which, there were three. Three try saving tackles. Yeah. We're all within ten minutes of each other. Yeah, so Tristan Sailor, Ezra Mam. Yep. Who was the third one again? Um was it Dean Mariner? Maybe. Maybe. E- but Ezra, Ezra Mam one was Ezra. so good. Yeah, just another small man on big man bang. So that's is that three games in a row where we've knocked the ball out of somebody's, you know, like last week with against uh, um, Penrith, uh, Capel knocked knocked it out. Yeah, he the did. week the week before that that against Penrith, oh, fucking yeah, Ezra Mam again, yeah, absolutely brilliant, absolutely brilliant. So uh, other uh, than that game against the Rabbitohs. Um, you've got to say that our defense has been pretty good through through 
um, most of the season. There's been yeah. a few lapses here and there, but our scrambling, our yep. the stuff like the the effort plays, the the really digging in for your mate. Um, our goal line defense has been really, really impressive. Yeah, this the scrambling has just been fantastic. So I um obviously defense wins you more games than attack. Yeah. So our our, our defense has been humming along. Um we it seems like almost every game we can see the first try. It just seemed like every – it's like we need a kick in the ass to go, oh, yeah, shit, sorry, yeah, we're supposed to tackle. Yeah, sorry, oh, shit. Sorry, Kevy, my mate. <laughs> Reno, Reno, the coach. Sorry, Reno. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, other than that, you know, the, the defense has been fucking, you know, top-notch. Yeah. Um, who is that defensive coach now? Is that um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Matt Ballon. I think it is. Uh, I actually don't know. I think it's Matt Ballon. Well, while while you're checking this the stats, because I know you, I know you'd be straight onto it. Uh, he is the he is the assistant coach there at the moment. Fucking picked it, baby. There I know go. my Bronco. I know my Broncos. There you go. Uh, plus, I saw him at the uh, one of my son did that <laughs> Broncos, <laughs> Bronco Buck the Broncos, whatever it was called. What the fuck are you doing here? Oh, you're the defensive coach. Stick that um, away in the memory bank. Just I just walked in and started started chatting. <laughs> hey, g'day, Kevy. How are you, mate? Look, I, I want to have a quick chat about the hooker position. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shane, fuck off, mate. <laughs> Didn't answer your 57 emails, and I don't know anybody at Powers. Okay, fucking leave me alone. <laughs> And no, you're not getting memberships. No, no, yeah. You don't get any free merchandise either, man. I don't give a shit about your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm sure it's not like that. Um, but uh, oh, back to back to Tristan Saylor, just quickly. Go on. What a debut for the Broncos. An absolute – he had – fucking – he was just everywhere, mate. He was – Yeah. He was everywhere. Uh just the only thing the only thing I wanted him to do was score a try. That would have been awesome. Yeah. It would have been awesome, but he he set one up, um, little grubber kick through the line. Yep. Uh, and that was just that was just vision. So uh, which was which again was awesome to see. Someone six games into their career looks up and just goes, uh, fullback not home. Drop this in behind the line, and it couldn't have been an easier try. So the question is, where do we play him? Because I want him in our team. Is he a hooker? Do you know how? <laughs> he just doesn't play. He doesn't play, and we just need to be accepting of it. He doesn't play. I went down nah, a rabbit fuck hole. That. On, no, hold up. I went down a rabbit hole on Saturday night of uh, stupid Facebook posts. Mm. And uh, <laughs> Reese Walsh is now playing 5-8. So, so <laughs> when, when Adam Reynolds retires mm. uh, in, in a couple of years' time, um, Ezra Mam moves to 7 um, 
uh, Walsh moves to six and we've got Sailor at one. That was one of the options. Another one actually asked the question, um, does Walsh come, just walk, does he, should he expect to come straight back into the team at fullback? <laughs> Oh, has, has Origin cost Reese Walsh his spot? Yeah, right. Um, did did winning the Wally Lewis Medal cost uh, cost cost Walsh a, a spot in the starting thirteen? Uh, we just don't play him. It just is what it is. No, like, that's I don't nice, know, man. Well, where the okay? Then where the fuck do you put him? No, no, I'm asking the question. You're not playing him on the wing. No. You're not playing him at 14. Um, oh. Could I he, don't could, think okay. you are. Could he do a Nico Hines role for Melbourne a couple of years ago? Because Nico Hines didn't play, didn't play every game. Corey Pakes is fucking playing like a busted. Um, but then you've got Billy on this field for 80 minutes. I don't. Uh, I don't answer the questions, man. I ask the the hard hitting questions here. Well, do you remember Hetherington when he came to the Broncos? Came as a nine. What? Well, because of his dad? No, I don't. No, well, he was down. KB Hetherington. He'd be the biggest fucking nine ever. Yeah. So I was reading articles last week about. I was just again reading about Kobe Hetherington and where he's come from and whatever. And what a few of the early articles talked about Kobe Hetherington as a hooker. Are you sure you weren't reading articles about his dad? I'm, yes, I'm positive I wasn't reading articles <laughs> about his dad. Fuck's sake. Um, but he he. He was down as a hooker. Mm, okay. Like, this is way, way, way back when. Um, so Some of the early early reports that I saw. But there you go. So, do you play him Play him at hooker? Well, he'd, he'd either have to get rid of his mullet or grow his moustache. One of those two. It actually still says it on the Broncos website. Hardworking Hetherington made his dream debut, blah, 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 blah. The lock slash hooker quickly made his mark in the side, playing all remaining games of the season. So going by your rash or by your want of Sailor potentially playing at 14, um, maybe you could do that and just rotate. Hedrington just get someone in there just to shovel the ball on and you've got that roaming. Yeah. You've now got a you've now got Sailor, you've got Mam, and you've got Reynolds on the field at any one time, plus Walsh. Holy shit. How awesome actually how awesome would that be? Um Look, but there's yeah, there's only one ball. There's only one ball. I don't want to say it's a scoop, but uh it could be a scoop. Uh well, he's six foot. Kobe Hetherington is six foot. Yeah. So, I, I, look, for a 10, 15, 20-minute stint, maybe, you know, five five minutes either side of, of uh, halftime, possibly. But then again, you've it doesn't so, solve oh, – oh, so, so we, we've, we're stuck with Billy? 
Well, that's what I said. Uh, I don't know, mate. I don't the, know. The, 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 the nine situation needs to get sorted out. Yeah. Need, needs needs to get sorted out. Well, okay, we, we could uh, solve that nine that nine issue if we use um, Tristan Saylor as a roving 14 because he came up as a 5'8". Not yeah. not a not a fullback. Yeah. Um, so so then we. But it doesn't. Bring, it doesn't solve the nine issue. It does when we bring Blake Moser in, and then we're away. We've got a we've got an eighty minute hooker, possibly seventy minutes. I mean, Appy Carousel doesn't even play eighty minutes these days. Uh, so, I mean, oh, fuck. So what 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 is. Uh, Back to origin. What is New South Wales going to do with Appy Carousel? And I don't um, care. We'll get to that later. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so we're 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 thirteen weeks of the we're thirteen weeks into the season. Yeah, we've lost um, four games. Well, is that halfway? Uh, sorry, three, three games. We're on, we're on, we're on top of the table, um, and we want to put a bullet in our half in our in our hooker. And bring Sailor into fourteen off the back of one game. That's, that's what we're your, doing. Is, that's your words, are they? Okay. <laughs> well, no, that's that's basically all the questions that you've just asked and the scenarios that you've thrown up. That is exactly what that's just led to. That's that's what it's led to. Putting all the pieces together, all the jigsaw pieces together. This pretty picture. Of Billy Walters playing seventy minutes, Tristan Saylor having played one game for the Broncos is the savior wearing the number fourteen shirt. Corey Pakes is back playing Q Cup, and the Broncos are marching towards a premiership with, with mind you, Billy Walters as their nine. Look, Chris. Oh no, uh, sorry, Blake Moser. Blake Moser. Yeah, I was going to say that that that's a final piece to a beautiful mind. That's uh, I've I've put the the uh, rubber bands. I've got a big uh, uh it, all, all the pieces are fitting. It's uh, um, Russell Crowe in a beautiful mind, mate. That's, yeah, it, it's it's all coming together. Right. Well, that's the halfback situation. I do, do you know who I think uh, bounce? It was their bounce back game on the weekend. Mm. Kurt Capewell. Mm. Um. Having missed out on Origin, uh, he said during the week he got interviewed and it'd be tough doing an interview the week of Origin because um, you know and when you get left out because you know what questions you're going to get asked. You know, how's your form been? You've probably been out of form. Did you expect to be picked? Did you think they'd show you the loyalty card? You know, have you given up hope? Do you want to come back in? Kirk Capewell was asked every single one of those questions last week. And he came out and he just said, yeah, my form hasn't been that good, but I still support the guys and hopefully I can, you know, put myself back in the mix. And what it's, Well, what, what did you expect him to say? Uh, it's fucking bullshit. I've been playing really well. I fucking hate those pricks. Of course he's going to pull the... Pull the political card. Oh, you know, uh, it's it's not me. It's uh, I'm part of the team. It's it's what what the team is doing. You know, I'm supporting the team. Privately going, fucking punch of pricks. 
Well, see, here's the thing, though. I I'm not convinced that that's Kurt Capewell. I can see I can see Gagai probably. Well, I actually can't either. I actually can't. I can't see either of those two blokes having been dropped from the team, harboring any ill will towards the team and a silent fuck you to Billy Slater. I actually can't see it. Well, me either. I'm just throwing up a scenario. But, uh, well, I picked it. I picked Capel wouldn't be picked. Uh, I don't well, want to say did. I don't want to say I'm the oracle because we've got one of them. We've already got an oracle. Um, but yeah, yeah, he he did play well. He he played well. Finally, actually, I thought he played well last week too. That's why I gave him the uh, two points. But I thought he played much better this week. He must he must have heard heard me ranting all year about his fucking lack of tackling. Tackling with his fingers, not with his body well, and his shoulders. On the weekend, 33 tackles. He missed three. Um, he, he ran for hundred ran for 160 metres, 17 hit-ups. Hmm. Uh, he was busy. He was actually really, really busy in the, in the middle of the field. Jordan Rickey, again, pulled out another solid game, although yep. some of the shit snuck back in this week. Yeah. And he gave away three penalties, um, yep. uh, ruck infringement and a couple of other just stupid penalties. But as, um, as you, as you and- said last week, like, I'm okay with those as long as, as long as he's still smashing at scoring tries and, you know, killing blokes. I'm okay with his dumb stuff. Are you though? Because he'd he'd managed to rub most of that out. Um, you you'd be okay with one, but three. There were three. He gave two away within a four minute period in the first ten minutes. Um, and you're just thinking, oh, is it going to be one of those games? But then I think there was a next set of six. They were down on their line. Uh, they managed to get a kick away, and Jordan Ricky again length of the field. Cuts down. Um, uh, oh, who's the fullback? Not uh, Latani Slesniak, Clock, but Clockstead. Um, Clockstead. Yeah, yeah, Nick Clockstead, and he cut him down. So, you know, he's got he's got the effort. You just want him to not give up three penalties. Um, but he's impressed me so much this year. I, I've I actually. It was always going to be a question mark. <laughs> it was always. Do you, do you remember though? We when we talked about our seventeen, we, Kurt Capewell was always going to pick himself on on one edge, and then the other edge player. It was always, well, who is it? Mm. Um, but I think Jordan Ricky now. It's we, our back row is set. Oh, I think with, so. Yeah. Um, with Carrigan. Yep. Like completely set. Well, so what about Hetherington? Where do you play he- Hetherington? I think you just have to keep him coming off the bench. Mm. I don't. He he doesn't. I don't think he. I don't think he factors in. Um, which probably brings us to a few of the players that did come in. We need to cover them off. Mm. So you had Pierre Cora and Willison come in, um, and for uh, they they slotted into the bench. 
Uh, I don't think either of them, they didn't have poor games, but they didn't inject themselves in the in the limited minutes that they were on the field. Um, it would have been would have been handy to see more of them, I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Wilson hardly played any bloody any minutes though. That's you know that's, well, that's he was on for just under twenty. 20 minutes and uh, Pierre Cora played 50. So, Pierre Cora, I I wouldn't have thought, before I looked that up, I wouldn't have said he played 52 minutes. Well, I I wouldn't have said that Wilson had played 20 either. I thought he was like less than 10. No, 18 minutes. 18 minutes. Okay. Uh, I, I I really like Willison. I like him. I, I think he's going to be. I think he's going to be a star for us. Uh, shame about Tickles. Tickles didn't get a go yet. Didn't get a go. Ben Takura waiting for Tickles. Yeah, but I, I think he's pretty no, young. Did, didn't get a go. Um, we need to talk about the end of the game. Um, <laughs> so. I didn't at no point through that game until probably the last six minutes, even after the start that the Broncos had, gave away a couple of penalties, gave away some ball, there was a disallowed try. The Broncos always seemed to look like they were cruising and they thought it looked to me like that they were going to win that game. Um, 12 points up, 14 points up with about 10 minutes to go. Um, a couple of quick tries and then – the play right at the death with Dean Mariner. Uh, in real time, I lost my shit. <laughs> and I was screaming at the TV. I was screaming that Mariner's never going to wear a Broncos jersey ever again. Because in real time, it looked like he played for the penalty. There wasn't anything there. And I was trying to figure out for the life of me why his head spun around on a stick back at the referee, and I legitimately thought he still could have made the tackle Mm. or he could have at least made an attempt to make the tackle. And it wasn't until the replay got shown that I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, that was a handful of jersey and he has pulled you back. But interesting, I was talking to someone at work about this today. Hmm. If if he doesn't spin around and – tries to play on and gets to the tackle player but doesn't uh, – sorry, gets to the attacking player but doesn't affect the tackle, do you think it's still a penalty? I thought about this too because, like you, I thought he could still get there. Yeah. Um, Well, let me ask you this. If last week Reese Walsh catches that ball, oh. is that still a penalty? No, because do you know what? I'm going to get to that in a second. Um, let's well, fuck it. Let's do it now. So Jordan Ricky went up for a ball in in the game against the Warriors on the weekend. He's dead set clattered the um, the opposing player. 
and then has done the, oh, where's the fucking ball and looked up for it. And it's like, mate, the guy's on the deck. You've just laid him out and now you're out <laughs> looking for the ball and the referee's just gone penalty straight away. And the two, Broncos players didn't even get it. Two very different. Two very different. Reese no. Walsh has jumped for the ball. He's yep. in the vicinity jumped for the ball of the and ball. taken the bloke out. If he taking the bloke the out before he took got eyes. I'm not having this conversation again. You wound me up last week. I'm not allowing you to wind me up again tonight. Okay. So let's um, get well, let's but, get to this question. Go, then. Go, you know, hang on. Going back to Mariner. Yeah, yeah. Going back to Mariner. Again. Yep. All right. It does if he doesn't stop and he uh he goes for the attacking player. Yep reaches him, gets to him, but is unable to affect the tackle and a try is scored. Does it still go upstairs? I think yes. yes. Is it still a penalty? Yes, I think so. Yeah. Because because you I think you, so too. I like to hope it would still be a penalty. Because you you're taking one or two meters off off that uh you know player. Yeah. You, know, you you're you're being pulled back while that the attacking player has got maybe one or two extra meters forward than where you would have been. Yeah. However, this is the NRL and they do some fucking dumb shit. So here we go. (laughs) So who knows, mate? Honestly, who's making Where's your tinfoil hat tonight? (laughs) When do we talk about the draw? We are going to talk about the draw. Uh, I it, for me it was a penalty every day of the week. Even yeah. if he got to him and didn't affect the tackle, it's still a penalty. But what what a clear cut! Like it couldn't have been it. It couldn't have been more definitive. Like mm. he's reached out and he literally had a fistful of jersey. I was listening to Triple M yesterday, and I think Dobbo was on. Oh, and God. talking about he, 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 I know it was fucking, it was tough. Listen, <laughs> he, he was talking about it was him and Gordy. Um, so what they were punish. talking about oh, what no. a punished duo. They were talking about that play, and Dobbo asked the question as to do you, do you think the penalty's harsh? What? And James Graham, <laughs> James Graham's like, what? And he's like, do, you know. Is it a penalty in the moment? And James Graham's like, which part of this full of jersey pulling him back is yeah. like, of it's course it's a penalty. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Dobbo's a dead set knob sometimes, mate. <laughs> so, you know, he's a- put a line put a line through Ben Dobbin. <laughs> Sorry. <as well. laughs> Edit that part out. There, there goes our there goes our scoops. We need to rely on uh, Pete Bedell now. Pete Bedell, I don't mind yeah, Pete Bedell. Don't. I was going to say you can't say anything bad about him because he's all we've got left. No, no, I love Pete Bedell. <laughs> all right, because uh, he and I we both love a Powers beer. Smooth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. When are we going to get to our three, two, ones? Well, let's do our three, two, one. You go. All right. Three. Oh, hang on. No, 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 no. Sorry. No. No, there are two things we need to talk about. Yes. The streakers. Oh, of course. (laughs) Uh, Well, pitch invaders. 
Oh, fair. Okay, Pitch Invaders. Again, I've got... <laughs> there was there are a lot of them too. Because shit now, will be inverted, mate. You know, you take your pants <laughs> off, all of a sudden... <laughs> there were three stoppages. There were three stoppages. The broadcast didn't tell the story. It no. didn't tell the story of what was going on. And I I went down uh, another another rabbit hole of pictures from the game there was there was one passage of play on this guy's phone it was yeah. from behind the goalpost and he just recorded well he or she recorded for about 50 55 seconds and there was five different pitch invaders <laughs> into the field that, that in the 55 seconds men women it was great yeah um there was one there was a bloke who ran out now I, if I'm if I'm mid mid 40s which I am but if I was mid 40s just talking about this bloke and was 120 kegs and hadn't run from here to the letterbox um <laughs> in four and a half years and can't jump I'm probably not going to scale a fence and then try to jump the uh the advertising <laughs> signage yeah. At the end of the field, because newsflash, he didn't make it. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't clear the signage. And then, about fifteen seconds later, there was a woman who's jumped the fence. She was probably this bloke's other half, because she would have been late thirties, maybe in her forties. She's legged it. And then gone, no, that's a bad idea. So she's turned around and run back to where she came from. Oh, Jesus Christ. If you, if, you haven't, if you haven't seen the footage, do yourself a favor, jump onto YouTube so and, and have a look. It is so funny because they're just coming out of everywhere. And the announcer yeah. over the phone, this is not funny, guys. <laughs> this is going to cost a lot of money. You're wasting everybody's time. And the players it's just like, is never getting another football game. Yeah, it's very expensive. And it's bit, and the crowd's like, yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. It was awesome. It was so good. But the players, <laughs> the players were just, just looking – Jared um, Sutton was just, you know, looking around, blowing it up. Fuck, it was funny. Mm. Streakers, pitch invaders. There must have been a dozen of them. Must have been a dozen of them. Yeah, yeah. It was Um, great. Loved it. Now, the only other thing that I wanted to talk about, we've done, and this has been a bit quiet over the last few weeks, um, best shit haircut. Oh, yeah. Now there hasn't actually really been one, and I kind of Whoa. think actually, well, it's been a few. There's there been have been a few, but we've, we've, let, but we've let a few go by. I'm actually going to reverse this. Now you've made it quite clear through this podcast that I am follically challenged, um, <laughs> yeah. and and the game on the weekend, um, Dylan Watani Zelezniak, yeah. Um, what I would give to have his hair. <laughs> yeah. It's. Do you it's reckon I could so pull nice. it off? 
Do you reckon I could pull it off? I tell it you is, what, it, I tell you what it looks. He looks. It looks like if Cliff you put it on. Richard. No, yeah, you would look like yeah. in that uh, Simpson episode where Homer gets that that uh, um, that hair. Uh, you know where he gets the job. Gel? Yeah, yeah, and he meets that other guy. Dramoxaville, Dramox. That's what you would look like. The other guy with a big. <laughs> 45-year-old flowing black hair. That's what you'd look like. But, he, yeah. yeah. Uh, I just said, I just said Cliff Richard. I didn't mean Cliff Richard. I meant Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie. <laughs> Cliff Richard. <laughs> Lionel Richie is better, yeah. Anyway, that is, that's the greatest hair ever. Yeah. It is actually the greatest hair ever. The, the chicks. The chicks would just <laughs> love him. Just love that hair. Absolutely. So he he's we don't have the segment, but he, he for me is best haircut straight through the final for the best haircut. All right, straight through. Great hair, fair yeah, enough. Straight well, through. We'll keep a look anyway for, for shit haircuts and great haircuts. <laughs> is it a great haircut <laughs> Three, or, two, just, one. or just beautiful hair? Is that what we're looking for? Just beautiful no, it's hair. Just beautiful hair. Mm. Beautiful hair. You, you put your fingers through, and they get they get oh they get stuck yeah. halfway through because they're so thick. Yeah. <laughs> with your hair, with if I put my hand on your hair, well, it ha- you'd have to have your my shirt body off. rules. My body, my rules, mate. Don't come near me. Yeah, fair cool, fair cool. Now my three, two, one, three points. Reno, uh, cracking game. Uh, yeah. Two points is. Tristan Saylor. Oh, my God. Yep. Yep. And one point for Dane Mariner. Had a, two tries. Uh, this is his third game. Seems like yeah. he's been around for ages. So he played in 2021, 2022, and, he's, and 2023. Yeah. So three. He, I don't know. It just seems like he's been around for ages, but um, he, he was solid. Well, he has. Two tries just hasn't it just hasn't been playing. Yeah. So I, I I had three points Reynolds. I I don't think for all the reasons that you said early, mm. um he he built that game off his running game. Mm. Yeah. Um and he was prepared to take the line on anyway. So Reynolds three points. I also had Tristan Saylor for two points. Um I just you're probably not with not. Wanting or hoping for a better debut than that, um, he just came out there and he looked like he belonged in in that jersey, which was which was great to see. And I'm giving one point to Corey Jensen. Um, yep, he. It was actually him and Farnworth. There was there was a period late on in the second half. We were bogged down. We just had our third tackle inside inside our 20 and it looked like we we're going to have to be kicking from 25 maybe 30 meters out farmworth took the next hit and got up the field about 15 meters then Corey jensen took the next one and he took us up to almost the halfway line and instead of a kick that was being regathered from 40 out um we pinned him down inside the the 10 20 meter line mm. um and that's what Corey Jensen just brought all game. Uh, so I'm giving him one point. Fair call. Fair call. Uh, well, look, because I actually don't mind the during this origin period because we get to see some of the up-and-comers, right, our next generation. Yeah. But it also makes 
I don't want to say fringe NRL uh, fringe players, but yeah, guys like Corey Corey Jensen. Um, it just makes them lift a, a little bit more. Even Kirk Capewell. Um, you yeah, know, they, they lift to, to one for the team or two for the um, you know to get their eye, to get eyes back on them. Uh, but yeah. So does he run like that? So if Adam Reynolds, does he run like that next week or is this just a one-off? Uh, I'd love to see him run like that. I'd does love he, to see him just he, continue to do that. Does he run like that when – because, uh, yeah, I don't know. Because there's no Reese Walsh at the back. Does, does, does he run like that because there's no Reese Walsh? Well, I think you run like that because there is Reese Walsh. I think that's almost unlocked another part of their game. If you've got Adam Reynolds that's prepared to run and he only has to do it, you've already got Ezra Mam mm. that will run three, four, maybe five times a game. If you've got Adam Reynolds that's prepared to run three, four times a game rather than shifting it out the back to a sweeping Reese Walsh, how much more room is that going to give Reese Walsh when you actually do give it? Mm. Well, let's. Well, yeah. Look, let's hope Adam Reynolds didn't just try that extra hard, extra running um, during the, during the Origin period. That that's what I'm a bit worried about. Well, I think he's he's. How many games is he? Is he three hundred yet? Yeah, I don't know. Um, Twelve. I think he knows. I think he knows what um, what good looks like, and if it's working, then I, I don't think he does. Because ha- have game. you seen his tattoos? <laughs> uh, anyway, now moving on the draw, the draw. Finally. You want to talk about the draw? Yeah, that's ah, fucked. I'm done. What else are we talking Is about? That it. <laughs> You don't want to talk about the draw. No, uh, look, I don't. Okay, one. Why do we get two points? Why do you get two points on a buy? We all get two points. Oh my god! Why the fuck are we getting two points? What? Why are we even worrying about this? It's inconsequential. Oh, well, I just don't. You know, understand. I didn't. When you said you wanted to talk about the draw, I didn't think you were going to talk about two points for a buy. No, no, I'm, I'm like, I'm it doesn't matter. On. Now I'm going to move on, but it doesn't I, matter. I don't understand whether it, whether it's two. It could be fucking a hundred points. Ah, it's it dumb. actually doesn't matter. It does. I tell you why. If you look at the ladder, you got the Panthers leading on eighteen points. They've won seven games. Broncos have won nine games, and we're in the same points. Yeah, got but the finals buys. aren't getting picked tomorrow. I don't give a flying fuck. I want us to be out in front the whole time. I don't want just, Panthers fans or just to, any other. Oh, okay, Storm are the same. Sharks are the same. They've had seven wins. We've had nine. At least Rabbitohs. Rabbitohs are sitting in fifth, 16 points with eight wins. One win more than Storm, Sharks, and Panthers, and they're coming fucking fifth. I don't like it. Nah, I don't like it at all. I don't like 
I don't like the fans of teams who have only won seven, lauding the fact that they're in front of us. We've had nine. Right. <laughs> You're not seriously going to die on that hill, are you? No, nah, I'm sweet. All right. No. Now, the uh, actual real draw. The draw. Gone. There was a lot of noise about the draw. There, there was a lot of yeah. noise about the draw. Broncos missing players, having to go to mm. New Zealand, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, if I had my way, I, I would have New Zealand play every single game this year in New Zealand. But what they did for the last two years, uh, you know, that's such a fucking such a commitment from New Zealand. It was the such players, a, the families. They it was nice. We should of, be paying um, them back. It yeah. was nice of the Broncos to to put thank you NZ on the back of their jersey as yeah, well. Yeah, for sure. But yeah. I fucking didn't want to go to New Zealand and play New Zealand with five players out. What? What kind of a disruption is that? I mean, once you send the Newcastle Knights with fucking no one out, or sorry, one player with Tyson Frizzell. But you can't. It's not. You can pick it. Nah. So we we've okay, got so- we've got two of our three buys. We have two of our three buys before, within a couple of weeks of each other. Before game two, and before game three. So the next two games, when Origin players are out, we're actually on a buy. Yeah. So we have to deal with it once. Yeah. We're one of only three teams that get two buys through the origin period. You've done these stats, haven't you? I have. <laughs> We're one of only three teams, sorry, four teams that have that get two buys through the origin period. Mm-hmm. Roosters, Panthers, Storm, us. Yeah. Okay. Who which team is the biggest rating? Uh, TV, uh, biggest rating team for TV, the Broncos, right? Broncos Friday night. Broncos Friday night. So if you have a look at the draw, Broncos generally have one of the hardest draws based on the teams from the last previous year years. Panthers, we play them twice. Rabbitohs, Roosters, Stormies. We play all of these teams twice because they are high-rating teams. Uh, Cowboys, we always play them twice in a row because it's it's in Queensland. We're always going to play the Dolphins twice. We'll play the, the Titans twice because they're all Queensland teams and they are, boom, big Raiders. But we'll probably only play the Raiders once. We'll pro- probably only play West Tigers once. The the, the the Bulldogs once, you know, those shitty teams down the bottom of the ladder because they're not they're not a big rating spinner. And that is almost, you know, that it could be considered two points, uh, easy two points, a guaranteed two points. But we, we never get to play them a lot because of the way the draw is fucking not random. That that that's my that's my big fucking takeaway. So the dude, here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. I, I hear everything that you say, and I listen to it, and I go, "Geez, they, all that's like really, really good points, well thought." Blah blah blah. Until the last bit, 
where you throw a tinfoil hat on and you say it's not random. 100% it's all not of random. It, all of it makes sense. All of it makes sense. You, you just said that we get a buy in between Origin 2 and another buy between or, and between 2 and 3, right? That Yeah. That's not random. That's not a coincidence. No. So it's not random. It can't be random. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, if you want to win a premiership, you've got to fucking beat all of them. Yeah, I I understand that. At least at least twice. Yeah, you're gonna meet them. You're gonna meet them in the in the regular season at least once, and you have to meet them at least once through the through the finals. Where you finish is a massive fucking difference if you finish second or eighth. Yep. 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 But if you finish eighth, you're still going to have to beat first. And if you finish second, you're still going to have to beat first. Yes, you have the possibility of a, of a buy, which is massive. Yep. You're, you're off your head. You, you're just sitting there so fucking nonchalant like, yeah, so fucking deal with it. The fact that I, I, I just, I'm saying it's I don't it's not... buy into it. I just don't buy into it. I, so I, you, I genuinely You think it's don't. random? I don't give you... it a whole lot of thought. I don't fucking uh... care. I don't care. I don't, like I don't care that there's two points for a buy. I don't care that, that we get three buys, two of them during the origin period. I don't care that we were missing five players against a team that wasn't missing any players. Like the Rabbitohs were missing, the Rabbitohs were missing three, maybe four against the Raiders. The Raiders weren't missing anyone. Like, do the were the Raiders whinging? Oh, this is rigged. Oh, sorry, the Rabbitohs. Raiders, the Raiders fucking us- loved it. <laughs> Yeah, no, with the Rabbitohs whinging, this is rigged. You've given us the Raiders. They're not missing any players. Before the season, they were going to miss, be missing two players, two of their best players in Jack Wyden and Josh Papali'i. But until fucking four weeks ago, both of them would have been picked in the team. I'm yeah, surprised. I'm, I'm surprised but, with all the conspiracy theories and the, the bias and the rigging that after White and, and Papali'i uh, Papa did retire from representative football that the NRL didn't go, oh, I'm really sorry, guys, but this did, we didn't factor this into our, into our draw-rigging equation. So you can't actually have those players retired <laughs> because we had you playing the Rabbitohs in week one and now you've just messed up our biased rigging equation. Um, whoever you're playing in week two, by in week three – because we were fully expecting that you weren't going to have Jack Whiten and Josh Papali'i playing because we so had you- already paid off both New South Wales and Queensland State of Origin teams to make yeah. sure that those players were actually picked. Yes. Finally. <laughs> you're you're singing a, singing a song from my hymn book, bruh. That fucking fine, so Finally. It's, all, it's yeah. all a conspiracy against the Broncos. Yeah. They've, they've so never liked the NRL, New South Wales Rugby League, ARL have never liked the fact that how successful the Broncos have been, and they Did do you everything. Watch they better do. call, better call better, Saul. Yeah, yeah. Do you put your um, your phone in your letterbox before you enter the house? 
<laughs> yeah, there's a bit of tinfoil here. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes. Moving on. Anyway, so that's talking draws. Uh want to do a couple of points in Broncos HQ quickly. Now, no, I yes. read these stories. Uh, I think I saw one of them on Saturday and another one on Sunday um, that there's a bit of noise around that Adam Reynolds is looking to extend, well, the Broncos mm-hmm. are looking to extend Adam Reynolds, uh, signed on for this year and next year, so looking to extend beyond 2024. And Marty um, Tapa'u is also looking to extend, which I'm almost more excited about Marty re-signing or the potential re-signing than what I am Adam Reynolds potentially re-signing. Uh, um, what? Like I'm not, but I uh, there's a part culture-wise, and it's funny. Uh, his Insta page over the over the weekend, he, he put a couple of posts up, and he's been quite vocal in the culture at the Broncos, and that how it's probably the the best he's ever played in. Yep, uh, or the best club uh, culture that he's ever played at. Which is, which speaks volumes to what Kevy's building there. Well, he's not going to turn around and go, "It's okay." However, Manly, they fucking it's- had it right. Hey, it's okay. But when I was playing at West Tigers, right, guys, <laughs> Justin Pascoe used to let us listen to his podcast. Uh, Fair enough. Fair enough, but but they're yeah. they're two big two big huge news if we can get them both across the line. Well, one's huge and one's little, but um, <laughs> yeah, huge huge if we can get them both for. So yeah. what what is Tapao wanting to? What one more year? Two two more years? Don't know. Twelve. No what about Renault? Uh, Renault. They didn't well, put any any time on the on the contract. Well, depend on his um, mortgage repayments, or looking to extend. surely he's paying paying half at in least, Brisbane, or at least another season. It okay. says the story on on Adam Reynolds for at least one more season. So, is he taking two salaries, coach and cat and player, or <laughs> just player? Is he... I wonder if he'll stay up here beyond his deal. Why would you want to move to Sydney, here. mate? Yeah, fuck. I don't know. Look, I tell you, there are so many people moving to Brisbane from Sydney and uh, and Melbourne because why would you want to live in Melbourne? Why would you want to live in Sydney, mate? The traffic, the you pay two and a half million dollars for a three bedroom house. Fuck that. But for those who live in Sydney and Melbourne, I'm sure it's a great place. <laughs> Way but to insult more more of our listeners. At least it's not the US. Oh, it's, sorry. No, it was actually kidding. it was actually Bomber uh, Pete Bomber Bedell who put the. That's where I saw the tweet. So Brisbane begin talks on a new deal for Marty Kapow Tapau ahead of today's clash against the Warriors. Tapau will be at the Broncos in 2024, and he's quoted as saying, "The culture here is phenomenal." 
See, why are we still calling him Marty Kapow when it's not Marty Kapow to Pow? I don't know. Do you know how We're- much I hate, I hate with the passion when you actually are at Suncorp and mm-hmm. they do the Kapow over the tannoy whenever he takes a, a hit up? Yeah. Do you know how much I hate that? Um, what, not much. When, 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 did, when did piping in artificial noise become a thing at stadiums? Uh, Am I being 19... an old man? Get off my lawn here. 1972? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you, you are an old man. Uh, I remember back in the days I could buy a, a street <laughs> ice cream banana flavoured. Uh, I do remember that. Mm. So that's Broncos HQ. Here's something interesting. Go on. The the uh, uh, Billabong ice creams, caramel, and the and rainbow same flavor. Are the same. Yeah. There you go. Caramel and that. rainbow are the same. The, yeah. the difference is the colors. Hey. There we go. Come for the Broncos. <laughs> stay for the. Okay. Come for the Broncos review. <laughs> Stay for the uh, for the paddle pop stats. Yeah, uh, paddle pop. Yes. What, what do I call them? Yeah. Billabongs. Yeah. Oh, what was it there? Let's anyway. let's talk. Let's talk some of the other games. We're not going to talk about the Dolphins Dragons because that was an absolute bludgeon. Oh, um, fins up. Uh, Eels oh. Cowboys. Oh uh, God, Cowboys are Cowboys. We're gonna t- we'll talk to that in in, in a second. Um, Raiders Rabbitohs. Mm, yeah. This was a cracking game of football. Was yeah. Um, really great game of football. Actually, Saturday's um, Saturday's games were were good. Broncos Warriors into into Cowboys um, uh, Cowboys Rabbitohs. Um, Tass Tass uh, the kicker. Oh, he had a fucking shocker. Did you see how many he missed? My God, did they miss Latrell Mitchell kicking those field goals because uh, at those conversions because he was fucking horrid. Yeah. Was it like two from 14 or whatever it was? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, the big talking point out of that game was Corey Harawira Naira. Mm, yeah. uh, going down with about how long was it? About twenty five minutes, twenty minutes to go. Fifteen minutes to go. Fifteen minutes to go. So goes yep. down, uh, non contact by the uh, well, not immediate, um, not immediately from from contact. Uh, they were mm. obviously reviewing. Everything uh, through that, that, that happened throughout the match, but nobody around him dropped to the yeah. floor. Yep, and uh, doc- doctors from both sides came running out onto the field. So he su- suffered a medical episode on the field and started having some seizures. Uh, mm. Huge stoppage in play. Tough watch, like really, really, really tough. tough watch. Really tough. Well, what uh, it, uh, he just just nothing going on, and actually at that time, um, it was a, a twenty meter restart uh, for 
the Rabbitohs. Well, they just reviewed it as well. Yeah, and 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 the referee had gone to blow the penalty or whatever it was, and he's looked over and he's seen him on the floor, and he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. yeah, and straight away, Canberra players, Souths players, made a big ring around um, Corey just to keep you know to keep the cameras out. And to be fair, Fox Fox showed just the start of it, realized what was going on, and went straight up to. Corey, uh, to uh, Ricky Stewart in the in the coach's box, and that was the last he actually saw of him on the ground until the medicab came out. You, you got to mm. see the players around, and and because they are still they are they you know as much as you you want your team to win, you know the other team are still mates, friends, still people, so. Mm. You know, all of a sudden, rugby league just takes a, a back seat. Did you notice? Um, obviously, the players formed that ring around him, and then they started to disperse a little bit as the the doctors started being able to uh, get mm. some sort of response from him. Um, there are a couple of players. Josh Papali'i for a long time didn't take his eyes off. Um, Hirawira Nara, and neither did Albert Hopawati. Albert Hopawati didn't move and just stood there, just just like in a one man vigil arrangement, just standing there the whole time. And he looked like quite affected uh, by the whole thing. He was on two tries, ended up scoring um, a hat trick, but even still, like he just looked. He looked deeply affected by the whole thing, uh, just just watching it play out. It reminded me of, I don't know if you remember this, but um, Christian Eriksen, uh, the soccer player at a, uh, was it Euro Championships or, or World Cup a few years ago, had a heart attack yeah. uh, on, the, on the pitch. Yeah. And Sweden? Um, no, Norway. Norway. Uh, or Iceland. Uh, that's a that's a good question. Sorry, um, but but he's uh, he did um, so he's had the he's had the sorry Danish. He was Danish. He had the had the heart attack on the pitch. The players formed a ring around him, and all the players were facing out. Yeah, because they couldn't they couldn't watch. Obviously. The, the the medical teams trying to um, uh, trying to revive him, except for one, and it's some of the most powerful images you'll actually see. And it was the the Danish captain was standing there, arms interlocked with all the players who were facing out. He's like just standing there, watching over Ericsson, just watching it all play out um, as the as the game was going on, and he did not take his eyes off Ericsson for the whole 10, 15 minutes. And after Ericsson got up and they removed him from the field, um, the skipper then went over to Ericsson's partner over on the side of the over on the side of the field mm. and was like comforting her and it was like, holy shit. Mm. Leadership there, the captain just um fucking this is on me. I'm gonna sort yep. this out. Yeah. Um. Anyway, well, I digress. Well, when I watched Ricky Stewart up in the 
uh, up in the box. You know, he, he he's same. He's just just watching, 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 um, because you, you're so helpless up there. Um, yeah. And what I really love about Ricky Stewart uh, is just how much he how much he loves his players. Loves and, them. And I, you know, you could you could say that every coach does, and probably every coach does, or whatever. But the way that Ricky Stewart just puts his heart on his sleeve, just for the absolute love of his players. Did you, uh, speaking of which, did you hear, so, um, uh, Croker, uh, Jared Croker, his next game is 300. Yeah. And they're, they're resting him next they're week. Resting him. Yeah. And then playing, playing him the week after in Canberra for his 300. At home. At home. Resting him yeah. against the Tigers and then bringing him back for 300. Yeah. I love it. I, do you? Yep. Fucking I thought I. I don't know how I, I feel about it. it. I, on one hand, it's great for Canberra, Canberra fans. But every game is. I heard a really game. interesting. I heard a really interesting. Ta- yeah. I heard a really interesting take on it yesterday. And, uh, and I actually tend to agree with it. He he didn't look like he was going to get close to 300. He looked like he was going to be stranded on 288. Didn't look like he was going to actually going to get close to 300. Uh, and yep. he's going to get to 300. Yep. Um, injury, ravaged, not the most talented player, knocking around, um, but just all heart, effort. Um, and Ricky... And is it showing disrespect to the Tigers? I don't think it's showing disrespect to the Tigers. I don't think it is. I, I don't. I don't think you're going to lose a game because um, Croker isn't playing. Yeah, yeah. that's no disrespect to Croker. Croker maybe yeah. he's goal kicking. Maybe he's goal kicking. Um, but I. Uh, I love I love what Stuart's done. Stuart's just gone. It's not his decision. I've made the decision. Been talking to Don and fucking boom. This is what we're doing, and we're going to sell every single ticket four times over. Hmm. And we're going to have merch. We're going to do all sorts. What about the shiner? Fucking what a shiner yes, he had! It's a it's a good black eye. It's a good it's a good shot. My wife goes, "Oh, what happened to him?" And my son goes. Just forty. I'm like, yes, that's my boy. <laughs> Just quickly, I want to go back to the Corey Hero uh, yep. Nara incident, um, and I don't want to be that person that is forever sticking. Oh, up fuck! Are we getting referee. sued again? No, it's forever sticking up for the referees. Oh, okay. Um, I thought Grant Aiken the other night. Handled that superbly. Mm-hmm. He the 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 second now they obviously get coached and trained on it and whatever, but the way he communicated, the way he stopped the game, the way he just like did all all of that that whole stoppage was just awesome. Um, now it's obviously for a lot of it taken out of his hands because the medical staff are just like, well, we're fucking coming on, um, but he. He 
saw there was an issue, communicated to the bunker, um, then said, don't worry about it. We need to check on this bloke. Uh, anyway, yeah. I thought it was awesome. I don't think the referees, I think they get absolutely battered when they make a wrong decision, but um, we should be praising them more for for some of the good stuff they do. Yeah, the once or twice in the year they fucking do something Fuck well. Off. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, can we, can so we that talk about the Cowboys? The, well, we are because, and I've left this out. God. Yeah. Next, next coach sacked. I jokingly said Todd Payton two weeks ago. Um, yep. I, I, I know that they were one win away from a grand final last year and they were a fucking good team last year. But at what point do we start talking? Because we were death riding with, with hmm. who else? Who were death riding? Justin Holbrook, Adam O'Brien, uh, Tim Sheens, all of them. At what point does Todd Payton have to come into the equation? Well, they're sitting 16. They are sitting yeah. 16th on the ladder. Um, however, they've had five wins. Tigers and Dragons have had three wins. And, you know, they're, they're sitting 16. Uh, anyway, that's just that's the ladder again. But, look, um, they, are, they are putrid. They are, they are putrid in attack. They are putrid in defense. They look, they look uninterested. Um, I, I don't know what's going on. Um, and it's not like they've been ravaged with injuries either. No. Um, I, I, apart from Nanai, 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 um, they're fucking woeful. They haven't been playing well all year. They're not playing like a team. They're, no. they're just, they're, they're playing like strangers and, and poor Drinky. Drinky's Drinky's been okay, but he's just trying so hard. So uh, oh, I I hate watching them. They're, they're my second team, but they've now moved down to the ladder behind uh, the Warriors. Yeah, I'm on my on my teams. Fins up. I th- there's a part of me. So you know how you get you get the coach and. They're grumpy and uh, they're very monotone and monosyllabic answers and or go, or go into some detail but just still not give you a whole lot. Wayne Bennett I can't like. see. Yeah, but he can still shift gears. Mm. Um, Todd, uh, Trent Robinson can still shift gears. Craig Bellamy can still shift gears. Uh, Todd Payton is just – there just hmm. isn't a whole lot of change in him. Do you remember when he first took over that team and he was so committed to it? He's like, we need to, we're going to get a whole lot worse before we get any better. And he was the same. He was the same. He was the same person at the end of every press conference. Yeah. He was the same person. Then all of a sudden they start stringing wins together and he's like, well, I told you so. And he was still the same person as what he was when they were getting their asses handed to them. 
Then they were one win away from a grand final and he was still the same person, not a whole lot of emotion. Even his speech that he did last year when he won um, Coach of the Year, Mm. it was just a bit like not boring, but are the players bored of him and his messaging because he's just got – he tries to be this no-emotion person um, and the players are just like, yeah, I think we're two and a half into you, two and a half years into your shtick, and it's just not fucking good anymore. Yep, yep. Um, could be. I mean, he doesn't look like he's got a whole lot of personality happening over there. Um, so maybe he needs a new assistant to to come and and, and freshen things up a bit. I actually saw. There was a photo that was getting around on social media over the weekend of a, almost a reunion of the West Tigers 2005 um, uh, premiership and Todd Payton was there. Mm. Can you imagine, do you reckon they've just fucking <laughs> laid into him because oh. the Tigers have just put 60 on them, yeah, on the yeah. Cowboys. 60, do you reckon yeah. they've just, he's just sitting there going, Fuck and we up. call. I called worst trip home. That would have been the worst dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, Benji would just be giving it to him, and Robbie Farah. Robbie Farah would just be on, adding. Hold on, hold on. Just so we're assuming that Robbie, ankles. we're assuming Robbie Farah was invited. Robbie Farah was there. Oh, he was there. Who he probably found out about it. Fucking turned up. With his four tinnies. Oh, guys, guys. He was still on the scoreboard. They went. Like, everybody, shut up. <laughs> shut up. He'll find us. He'll find us. Anyway, Todd Payton, for me, uh, has to be, I'm not saying he is, but we, he needs to be in the conversation for, for next coach sacked. Okay. And so again, you, the Cowboys, for me, are worst trip home. Are you putting them together? Worst trip Home and next coach sacked. Oh, I think the for the fucking cat. Well, there's only two games on the weekend, or five games on the weekend. Um, uh, for the both of them. Wow, like you're coming back home from Sydney Scoop. again, night out. Um, your coach has probably been on the piss after the game with his 2005 West Tigers mate. So he's going to be hungover as a dog on the flight on the way home, <laughs> and probably sitting there doing a doing a review session, and just remembering all the shit things that happened during the game, and he's just going to be walking up and down the plane, just giving giving laser eyes mm-hmm. to his players. It would yeah. suck. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, bang bang, rock and roll. I bang. love it. I love it. Uh, so what else have we got? Origin. There's nothing. There's nothing else this week. Origin. Nothing else happening. Origin. <laughs> Fucking make it quick. Okay. First off, let me just say, say, uh, I and I sent you this as well. New South Wales don't understand Origin. You don't. You don't change your fucking. Colors, what? What are they doing? It's sky blue. It's not navy. 
Maroon, we don't have maroons and sometimes we chuck a red in. It's always the same. It's always the same maroon. And yes, my Facebook is that color, Chris. You asked me. Is that really right, I, Pantone? A hundred percent. I didn't even didn't reply because Did it was Pantone a, up. It was a fucking dumb question. <laughs> what honestly? If you missed it, Queensland have uh, on their jersey have embroidered into the collar on the inside of the collar that says. Queensland expects you to do your duty. That, toss a turner. Toss a turner. That, that just sums up Queensland and why Queensland understands New South Wales. Uh, Queensland understands origin because we grew up, I'm sure your, your dad would have told you the same or maybe raining about how – the how origin came about yeah. i've told my son every yeah, year sure. every year it's the same story you know he's like shout out dad but i tell him the, the same story each year well new south wales i had a lot of money with their fucking pokies the pricks <laughs> kept choosing the queensland players sons of bitches and when we finally got to play we fucking smashed them so 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 that is already like in built in queensland Right, New South Wales, they don't have the same story. They don't have the same narrative. They're like, oh yeah, it's a game of footy. Is it for Queensland? It's not a game of fucking footy. It's us versus them. It it is, uh, uh, um, Goliath versus little old Queensland, little little old country country town Queensland. When uh when I when I lived in uh, England for for those five years uh, back in my early twenties, I remember people always used to say to me, "Oh, where are you from?" And I always used to say Queensland, and they go, "Well, where's that?" I went, "Oh, it's in Australia." Oh, you're from Australia? And I went, "No, I'm from Queensland." <laughs> yeah, nice. They didn't know where Queensland was. Didn't they watch Neighbours? If you had said Brisbane, they're like, oh, that's where all the Neighbours. Scott, Scott and Charlene. Yeah, Scott, Scott and Charlene are there, aren't they? Yeah. Scott and Harold and fucking Marge or Maud or whatever it is. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I, I saw, I was watching 360 tonight and I saw um, the Pete Bedell came on and he was talking about the Queensland team. They, they interviewed, uh, I think, Hoops and then they interviewed Bedell. And oh. Bedell was talking about the Queensland team and he was talking about the coaching staff and he was like, oh, what a great coaching staff, you know, um, to have got Thurston. Oh, the, the, they were doing an opposed session and Slater and Smith and Thurston and blah, mm. blah, blah, blah. And and Buzz got the shits. He's like, <laughs> oh, fucking, you know, and, and Bedell's talking about these great players, you know, and, you know, pot piling it on New South Wales and, you know, but – New South Wales got some pretty handy assistants too. You know, you've got mm. Andrew Johns and and Greg Alexander and this and that and whatever. And Gordy came up with a really good point. And I was sitting there going, that's a fucking really great take. He's gone, Buzz, he wasn't hanging, like he wasn't talking down to New South Wales. He said, mm. that's what you heard. He said, he was talking about how good's this? We've got 
we've got Cameron Smith, Jonathan Thurston, yep. and um, uh, Billy Slater. And Billy Slater. He said he's not talking. He said he, he doesn't, we don't care about what New South Wales have. And that's no disrespect, but we're happy with what we've got. Mm, we're yeah. happy with the Queenslanders that we have. Yeah, 100%. And I thought to myself, isn't that interesting? And Buzz just kind of sat there and he's like, well, you know, I guess. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> he still has, he's, he's still going, Buzz. He, he survived COVID. Four litre, four litre film. Four litre film. Fucking gold. So uh, that's Talking Origin. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let the- <laughs> Latrell Mitchell was out. Yeah, fuck yeah. Latrell, she, no, I don't like that. I want to play the best. I want yeah, to play the best uh, team. Agreed, agreed. I'm gutted. I love watching Trell in 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 Origin. I can't love wait for Trell how many Origin. how many dummies Crichton is going to fucking fall for. He'll be dummy, dummy, dummy. That motherfucker. We throw it out. We'll see. We swapped our centers around. We we swapped what, our centers after, around after that Trell. Back? After after Trell got ruled out, we swapped our centers around. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. It is interesting. I thought that was interesting. Okay. All right. Anyway, I'm big board. game Wednesday night. Huge now, oh, game oh, oh. Wednesday okay. night. Can I also say, what what did you think of, this is a Broncos-related, uh, 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 TPJ, Tavita Pengar Jr. getting in. Oh, fucking... Big surprise. Uh, it is. Big surprise. Yeah. Good, it could, it good could reply. go one thanks. of two ways. Yeah, th- thanks for uh, – It could go one in. of two ways. He, 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 he could he – could, I think – didn't we talk about this last week? No. New South Wales could end up with 12 men for 10 minutes. Very real possibility. Um, or he could put a couple of blokes in hospital. Also very real possibility. Mm. Yeah, okay. Um, what? I don't mind it. Yeah. Yeah. Who gives a shit about New, New, New South Wales anyway? Sorry, guys. <laughs> we should be more. Scoop does. Yeah, scoop, scoop, mix. Mc, so McDougal Jason or? put a, J- J- Jason put a put up a poll. Um, I love when we don't have to do stuff in that group. Jason put up a poll, which I thought was quite interesting, and I was very interested to see what it would roll out at um, because uh, I was curious. I want to curious how many people I actually do offend each week. Um, but there's literally only one person. Now, is that only one person that's voted for New South Wales mm. uh, or uh, and the rest of them? Are too scared to actually put their vote down, or is it genuinely just the one person? So, also, Scoop, can you say I do apologise for anything I've said before? So his name is Scoop McLean. I don't know how accurate that name is. Uh, might be real. I don't think his first name Scoop. <laughs> There's a Scoop. So, but anyway, look, I can't. I. I Fucking love so if it origin. is, you've just offended how many how many listeners are you trying to offend this this episode? Fourteen would be great. <laughs> um love Pete Bedell. Yeah. Uh Dan Ganane. Can I just say that? <laughs> no, just kidding. Have we gone to Dan Ganane? Oh, it just annoys me. <laughs> yeah. Is his commentary. But uh 
Um, but yeah, I I love and hate Origin because I know I've got to watch Channel Nine. Yeah, and and um, and I, I don't want to listen to Roy and HG if they're still doing their thing. So well, they're okay. not doing their thing. They haven't done their thing for fucking fifteen years. <laughs> you, you, I can't believe you've just rolled out Roy and HG. I don't think they. Uh, it, it'd be twenty five years. <laughs> oh, I don't know if oh, Roy and HG still doing their thing, but I don't know if I can listen to it. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> I'm saying I'd rather listen to them uh, from 1997. Okay. <laughs> With that, I think it might be time. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, have we guys, got any mailbag? We don't have any mailbag. Might have some mailbag later in the week. Yes. Yeah. yeah no. Uh, no real mailbag. Uh, apart from one listener just uh, reached out and asked about Jesse Arthur's mouth guard. Said, hey, can you find out why Jesse Arthurs has a Mexican flag for a uh, mouth guard? We did a bit of digging, found nothing. Uh, it's oh. clearly a question that's being asked, though, because if you start typing in Jesse Arthurs yeah. mouth guard, or the very next us, thing that comes in says, could be Mexico. just us two. I think I've actually Googled it a few times before because I'm like, is that the Mexican flag? I don't really know my flags, but uh, it definitely is, isn't yeah. it? So if anyone does know why Jesse Arthur's has got, and I'm not going to say actually it definitely is because it may not be, but oh, why Jesse like Arthur's it. has got a, looks like he has a Mexican flag on his mouth guard, or if anyone knows what it is, let us know. Reach out to us on Facebook um, and tell us. Put us out of our misery. Maybe his partner's from Mexico. Who knows? Don't know. Yeah. Who knows? All right, Who guys. Knows? We, we, we if anyone knows, there. bring it in. And don't forget we to will. check us out at the uh, – uh, if you want to join our Facebook group, uh, we would love to have you on that. It's called the Broncos Unfiltered Podcast Community. We're getting more and more members each uh, each week. Um I think we're up to about 230 at the moment. Yeah. Bang, banging along. Uh, T-shirts will be out shortly. <laughs> we're just waiting for Powers to get the uh, to get back to that official uh, logo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, of course, don't forget, chuck on State of Origin, baby. State of Origin. What time does it start? Okay. 8.05, and what is a real kickoff? 10.30. 10.30. Finishes yeah. up just before one. So I let my son stay up for the whole game. Nice. Set of origin. Got to, mate. Got to. I mean, as yeah. long as he's in bed before 12 a.m., we're all sweet. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, when he, go, he, when, he, when he goes to bed, he'll be thinking about Jonathan Thurston inside to Greg Inglis. Oh, wait, sorry, different time. That was me. <laughs> Different, times. Different times. All right. We well, out. Yeah. All right. We Let's done. Go. See you guys. We're done. Laters. I step up in the studio and post up in the booth, y'all know that I'ma kill it, yeah But everybody claiming that they down for the ride, but they hide when the police get up in it, yeah My credit card's never hitting limits, yeah I pull up in my city
no business. Yeah, I'm killing every 